Oh my god. Welcome back to JP here. What's up, bro? I say what's up. I was going to put a little better on my, my face, but I'll say this later. It's Valentine's Day edition. But naturally, even though it's supposed to all be about the love, football ended last night. Hey, they both wore speaking red. Of women, speaking of things women don't really like. <laughs> Let's talk about that first. Bro, they act like they was um, enjoying that shit. Oh, they were. And you know why? <laughs> the Swifties win the Super Bowl. Nah, I didn't even see Swift. I seen, I seen Ice Spice. <laughs> we're looking at two different things. The nigga and me. The nigga and me. Every time I kept, every time they paying the Taylor Swift, I just kept seeing Ice Spice. Because <laughs> it's like, what don't belong here? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Blake Lively, like the mom, Kelsey, and then Ice Spice. Yeah, what, what doesn't belong? She's here? the only um um. It looked like she's the only black girl. There's a black dude there. It felt like every time they cut to her, it was somebody explaining what was happening on the field because she had <laughs> no idea. So the Chiefs went in overtime, 25-22. Mahomes is third most valuable player in the Super Bowl. Mm. His third ring, and they established themselves as the dynasty of this decade. And the Bills fans still have, you know, that one win almost against him. They have that. They still have that right there. Hey, yo, I like Bill how Banner. you almost beat, him. almost beat him two two years ago. I like how you got to throw us in there when your team is trash and never been like 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 since since Mahomes been in the league, y'all ain't been mentioned like up there with us or them. Like, what you talking about? Don't, don't and shout out Tony here. Romo. Shout out to the old um, former Cowboy. He mentioned Josh Allen and the Bills three or four times in that game, and we wasn't even playing. <laughs> yeah, but every time he mentioned him, it was because of Chris Jones. Yeah, because that dump, it, it was him. Like, bro, like it, it, every time he said it, it kept fucking making me mad because he was right. It's like we could have ran down the clock just like how they could have ran down the clock. Ugh. Fucking Chris Jones. All right, so what do you want to talk about the game? I, I think the first thing that is popping out this morning is that the 49ers didn't know the overtime rules. How that, bad of a look is that on? But you, you on, said they didn't that's know? That's a bad look. They didn't know? They didn't. What you mean? Use check. Now he, he's, he's a veteran, and he openly said, I'll be honest, I didn't know they changed the overtime rules. That happened two fucking years ago. He right, said the Never knew about it, and then of course you got the Chiefs players saying, "Oh yeah, uh, we went over it all off season." Andy Reid explained it all to us. Explained that I still don't under, the, I, I still don't get what's the point of that because nothing came in like not knowing the rules. Then isn't Roddy lost the game? I'm not disagreeing with you that I don't think it cost him the game. I just think it's a bad look that your players don't know <clears throat> the overtime rules. Now, what do you? Now we've discussed. When to take the ball, when not to take the ball with overtime, how coaches are not willing to adjust. Should Shanahan have taken the ball first or not? See, I don't mind him taking the ball first, but when the um, overtime rules change, like how it changed, um, I'm giving them the ball since since we could touch it. 
since we have a chance to touch it, I'm get, if I win a coin toss, you go. I want to see what you do, cause you can kick the field goal, or you know what I mean. I want to see your hand. I think this is great strategy, and I actually think it can change from team to team and who you're playing, because I get his thinking of, okay, let's say we kick a field goal, they kick a field goal, or we kick, we score a touchdown, they score a touchdown. Well, then we get the ball third, and now it's first one to score, yes. so they have the advantage. Mm-hmm. But when you're going against Mahomes, it's one of those, you better score a touchdown. You have to. That's why I'm, I'm surprised they didn't play for the touchdown when they got down there. Like, it, it was third and four. You have to be playing for almost fourth down there. Yeah. You have to run it and mm-hmm. hopefully get it to fourth and one, fourth and two, instead of throwing it and then kicking the field goal. So you actually have to play ahead with that mm-hmm. because you're going against Mahomes. It's like in college football. College football has had this similar thing for years where you win the coin toss, you always want the ball second because you get four downs. Giving Mahomes four downs, good luck. See, I don't even think it's like Mahomes. Like, I think some defensive coordinators get or defensive play callers get exposed in the, in the fourth quarter against Mahomes. I think they're more, they're more, how can I say it? They're more scared of Patrick Mahomes than the players. And the way they call defenses later in the games, like, like, what's the, the Chiefs Did defensive you? coordinator? He changes, like, Thanks. he would fucking, like, blitz, all that, like, like you gotta beat me, beat me, you have to. These dudes play these fucking cover fours, whatever the fuck they be playing, you cannot, you can't, you can't beat Pat Mahomes playing cover four. Did you see Shanahan run down and, and call a timeout? Be like, nigga, change that play. Bro, he's like, they, you just had the exact same defense two plays ago. You don't think he's going to adjust? Because it but, did work. It worked. But you don't think he's going to adjust this time? That they're going to have a screen pass or whatever they're about to run? He's like, man, come on. This is my this is my livelihood here, and you're costing me. Right, and that's the same dude he called out earlier this year. <laughs> Remember he called him out? <laughs> yep. He really don't believe in his ass anyway. <clears throat> All right, so obviously Mahomes now is just on another tier. But I knew it, man. First, first, first take this morning is Patrick Mahomes now the GOAT. It's just like slow down. Just enjoy the moment. Yes, he's clearly the best player right now. But He's only in his sixth year, and you're comparing to Brady, who played for 45 years. Why are why do we have to jump to that comparison right away? See, he probably um, I I, I can see why, I can see why because it's unfair. Go, when you, it's I, I, I don't unfair. think it's a, I, I don't think it's unfair. It's because okay, the he's not the goal. The, the goal is okay. If you're gonna say the goal is is just because of, of accomplishments. If we really want to talk about the the greatest player to ever play the quarterback, he is it, bro. But you, but first six years are part of that though. So you're 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 not affording him twelve more years of playing time. It's just a stupid. But argument. No, only, only thing I say is longevity shouldn't longevity isn't shouldn't be a factor. In, like if Mahomes quit right now, how can you say like like say if he quit right now? Longevity that Tom Brady that that Tom Brady has had is like why is that better? Because his first six is ten times better than Tom Brady's. His first six sure. is better, 
and his but, and if you want to judge it to his Tom Brady last six, it's better than Tom Brady last six years. Sure, but you can't just throw that out. Like you have to, it has to be everything. You'd say longevity. It's not. It's just his career. Like it is what it is. I mean, he played longer and he got to win more. Let Mahomes have that chance, and then we'll have the argument later on. Like it's just stupid. No, what I'm saying is like because Jordan didn't play as many years as Kobe, and no, and like it's easy to say Jordan is number better than Kobe, and he because he played well way less years than Kobe did. Yeah, I know, but we weren't. No one ever said Kobe was better than Jordan. Even they had to wait. Kobe had his chances to get to six, and he didn't get there. So, yeah, it's, same with LeBron. To me, it's the he same argument with like LeBron. Like some people say, LeBron, like LeBron, adding up to the um, adding to his stats doesn't make him the greatest of all times because he's got number one here, number one there, number one there. It's some people that did it in less years that could be better than LeBron, like Jordan. Maybe Kobe. Do, Some people put get, Kobe. How do we get to LeBron Jordan? Oh, it's because you, you do Kobe, you do Tom Brady. Because you do, you did. Because you did. You, I mean, you did. I mean, no, no, you did. I was trying to avoid. that. I mean, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady. Like, like, I don't like. I can understand when people say the greatest um, player that they ever seen is Patrick Mahomes. Even though, like, that's an opt to me. But like, he, he, like, when you look at it, like, he got more MVPs. Tom Brady don't have MVPs in his first six years. He's not him. I know, but so that's just saying, yes, he's on pace to to beat Brady. That's fine. But, but like, how can you be on – only thing I'm saying is how can you be on pace when you played less years and did way more in that player's six years? So now they're projecting to see, like – Yeah. He, he could – like, it don't look he like – He is the no reason they're winning these Super Bowls. Sure, but no one thought Brady would also go 10 years without winning a Super Bowl. I'm just saying, like, I, I think it's just a – Again, it, it sparks debate and it gets people talking on TV. I just think it's stupid. I'd rather talk about the halftime show. What'd you think? <laughs> oh, you already know I Usher. Usher, my favorite, one of my favorite singers ever. You already know how I feel about Usher. Whereas Confessions album ranked. Yo, did you see? My boy got so many hits that he couldn't play them. Like I, he just had to play snippets, <laughs> like, thirty seconds of them, cause he and he didn't even play mad of them. I'm telling Usher that nigga man. <laughs> His new CD's trash, but <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm not a huge Usher fan. Like I, I know the big radio hits, like, and I know what Confessions is, but even my wife's like, "Oh my god, I, I burned that CD in her car when she grew up. She loved it, but I didn't. I didn't listen to that album. I knew about oh, it, but man. I didn't listen. But like the big radio hits, I know, and I just enjoy. He's just an entertainer, and I don't know about the singing last night because that mic. I, I'm not even saying it's his fault. That mic was kind of fucked up. I wasn't fucking with his singing last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he was more you into dancing what? last night too. When you're dancing <laughs> like that. All good. Any old. Yeah. <laughs> He's sweating. That dude was sweating like Shaq. But it was entertaining, and you know I get the trope of Super Bowl halftime shows now bringing out other guests mm-hmm. but i'm cool with it bringing out alicia keys oh man when Ludacris came out with the afro <laughs> i was in you know little john was gonna show up I'm like it's cool i mean he's not a big enough star you can just do it they should have to do everything by himself bring oh, on some people to oh no when he and... had her with the guitar bro oh man 
her. I don't even know you know her music like that. Fuck it. <laughs> but she she can Wait, play who? every instrument. Who? Her. Her the girl? Yeah. Her name is H E R. What's her name? Her. Her. Oh, what's her name? That's her shut the fuck up, man. Her, like who's on her? Her real name is Gabby, but I'm talking about her stage name is her. You like the one that played the guitar. You you seen when she came in? Yeah, she sung clear. "Bad Girls." Matter of fact, she the one that sing, sung "Bad Girls." He didn't even sing it; she did. That was fire to me. So I'm gonna make a confession here. Speaking of confessions, <laughs> I later found out that Jermaine Dupri. I thought that was CeeLo Green. <laughs> I just didn't say anything. I'm, I'm nah, like, nah. Like, CeeLo Green and Usher do a song, and I just kind of let it go. And then I saw on Twitter later on that someone had the exact same reaction I did. Yeah. Like, did anyone else think Jermaine Dupree was CeeLo Green? I'm like, ah, ah. It wasn't just me. He the one that produced that uh that 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 album, um, Confessions. And um it's funny because you know Will I Am was out there with him. And and another one where I'm like, I didn't know that was him, but I'm like, I know he's in the song, but he's just Oh no. My son kept fucking telling me that that was Kanye West. I'm like, that's not Kanye. And he's like, No, that is Kanye. Every time they come to show, I was like, yo. It's not Kanye. Kanye would not do this for Usher. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> if he ain't in front, he ain't doing no backup. <laughs> I don't know what Kanye y'all know. He looked like him right now, but that's not Kanye. <laughs> 15 years ago, yes. Not now. People are upset that Justin Bieber didn't show up. For what? Well, Usher kind of made him a star. I'll, yeah, I'm. For I'm Usher, for maybe for a Justin Bieber show, Usher show up, but not for no fucking Usher show. What song they got together that's fire like that? They got one, maybe. They got one. I agree with you. It's just the Biebers came out of the woodwork and like, oh, we're Justin. Man, because he don't got, he don't got, the Justin shit with Usher is nothing compared to what was played last night. And he missed some, I mean, not missed, he just left some out. Bruh, I was getting mad singing, yeah. Because he fucking didn't sing the whole verses. He he like make him and um Ludacris. I'm singing a song and then it's like yo, that's not that part. <laughs> that's the only shit that I was mad at. You only got you only got twelve minutes. Alicia Keys so, dress, I, that came like that was fire. I'm I'm sorry. Like like how how that dress was on the piano and then just went away. <clears throat> that was um, fire. Can we, talk, can we talk about their little performance? Oh was, yeah, Swiss Beats thinking during Yo, that whole thing. Swiss Beats said, "Um, it's just it's um, it's art with two legends, and y'all worry about the wrong things." Um, mm. shout out to Usher and his wife. That's what he said. So. They, you know, they call porn art too. So <laughs> they were halfway there. Fuck out of here, Usher get do he he are he is a little too touchy feely with these women though, man. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I actually thought he was. Well, respectful for the literally for all of it till the very end when he went and hugged her from behind. Now I'm about to say like you he, get behind my girl with that <laughs> with that ass. Like he, like the hands were on the hips; they were kind of open handed. Like Bruh, none of it. Did he, hold, he it held all, her. Oh, he whispered in the air, "We about to go viral." <laughs> hey, do we have to do that to go viral? Fuck out of here, nigga. 
It is Valentine's Day. Alright. This first break. And um It's Valentine's Day, so I'm doing my top five love songs. You know? Mm. Mm. I know JP don't like R and B. I don't even know if you can like love songs. Hmm. <laughs> do do you appreciate oh. love songs like it's supposed to be appreciated, Mr. I don't like slow music? I mean, yeah, I I'm married. Like I can What the fuck do that mean? What the fuck do that mean? I can appreciate somebody <laughs> writing about falling in love. I did I did the same thing. I just didn't write about it. Have you ever heard a love song and got goosebumps? Oh, next year I'll give you my top five. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not yours right out of the water. I don't think goosebumps. so, buddy. Goosebumps? <laughs> yeah, see, some, my some, do. some songs give, give me get, like chills going through when they talking. But um, I'm going to do my outside looking in. I got um, Mary, Bla- Mary J. Blige, Be Without You. I love that song. Um, you don't know it. Um, I know you know this one. You know this one. John Legend, All of Me. Wow, I thought you hated that song. I do, until I heard it. <laughs> and then it's like, it's like, uh, that song is like, it's, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a, I think it's a pandering song, but it's, it's like, if you could play that song, you and your perfect imperfections. <laughs> I know I you don't. You were just doing were huh? you doing impersonation there, or were you just hating? Uh, that was boom, both. <laughs> his, all his songs sound the same to me, so it's like, man. But um, that was the only that was the only song I've ever heard of his, so <laughs> it was really good to me. <laughs> my next out, uh, my last um outside looking in is um Shay, if I ever fall in love, you you I you, some of these songs you need to go check out. And if I have... Okay, never mind. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, you're really, you're really getting me to want to go listen to that. So let's go to the top five. Top five. Number five. And I ain't going to lie. I got help with um Vanessa with this one. I mean, with, with my list. As I was sitting there, like, that's when I realized most of the songs I like is heartbreak songs. So that's it. <laughs> Celine Dion, my heart will go on. <laughs> what is this my list? Yeah, she started singing. No, your list that would have been one. Um, she started singing it, and then Two, I start three, four, and five. <laughs> Look at you coming around all the way to that song. You hated it, hated it when I first played it. Nah, cause like. Her singing it, and then she was singing. It, I was like, I know that song. And then I was like, That's Celine Dion. She's like, Yeah. And then I went to the song. I was like, This that shit, John. I mean, JP always playing. So, and then you start listening to the words. You got it. That's number five. I gotta throw something in there for the white. Gotta have some milk in here yeah. with all this chocolate. All right. <laughs> <laughs> At number four, Lenny Williams, cause I love you. You don't know that. You know I I I I I love you. <laughs> it sounds like a love song. Oh, I love that song. Um, number three, Whitney Houston. 
I will always love you. Yes. Now we're talking. There we go. Seem like we are. But you just pound, like I love me some my heart will go on, but pound for pound, that song is better written and better performed. Oh yeah, it should be honestly. If I'm being um completely biased, I'm unbiased. It should be number um one, but this is my list. So <laughs> fuck your shit. It's your list. This ain't this ain't the greatest list. This is Woso's list. But yeah, man, that song. I love that also song. Part of, our, part of our former uh, Friday playlist. That's oh, what we, or no, we end, no, we ended with Friday. But that was our last ballad. Yeah, that's the last one. Ended. That's the one before. Mm-hmm. And you just everybody tries to hit the hit the goalposts with the drum beat before she goes hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nothing better. Whitney fucking probably one of the, probably is the greatest voice. I love her voice. Um ever. Did you um, ever watch the movie? Where that yeah, movie Yeah, Bodyguard? Where she wrote it? Yep. Yeah, I like I like Bodyguard. I think that song is in Bodyguard. Or yeah, that's on she the wrote soundtrack. It for, yeah. Yeah, she wrote it for the soundtrack. Yeah. Um number two. Casey and JoJo. All my life. Baby, 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 baby. baby, baby, baby. <laughs> you know it! Oh shit! <laughs> Yo, shout out to you, JP. I didn't think you knew that one. <laughs> I'm like, when you said their name, I'm like, please be the one, only one I know. Please. I'm shocked. Oh, I ain't going to hold you. I'm shocked. No, that, that song crossed over. That was on Mainstay White Radio for like <laughs> six months. That is huge. I love that song, man. And you know, yeah, I, like, when it comes to singing, I like, I like, I don't like, like, it's a, I like women singing. <laughs> But with the greatest love songs, like <laughs> I don't want a man singing to me. It's weird. But I had to put some men out here because they got some shit, bro. Like like Casey and JoJo's feel, fire. Hmm? How do you think I feel when I listen to an Elton John song? It was written by a man for a man, and I'm listening to it. Oh I, man, gotta park our mental eyes. Oh, no, I'm thinking about a girl. Thinking about a girl. The the craziest shit is my um all time like sad songs like like the the, the alone at Valentine's Day <laughs> they all male songs it's number one yeah it's well it's males in general are more sad so it just sounds more authentic oh not according to women we don't have emotions <laughs> we can only express it with ourselves not to women <laughs> right though and I think you know number one. It's got to be Rihanna. You know it's Rihanna. It was part of our like trifecta, I, the trifecta of our um, our end of the um, Friday. Rihanna, love on the brain. <laughs> and you got me like ah. <laughs> I think we've discussed the song at some point. I don't know if you had it in the top five. Oh yeah, else. I'm trying to. It is, isn't but it? It, no, she was. This should be. This should be yeah, you're right. This should be number one for every list. I've never heard a song for the first time and it just immediately became one of the best songs I've ever heard. It takes me a while to warm up to any new song I listen to. Mm-hmm. Even 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 Taylor Swift. Like it nothing hits right away yeah. for me. It takes a while. You first play that at work, I'm like, what the fuck have I been missing out on? <laughs> this 
just the perfection. I didn't even think it was Rihanna because you didn't tell me. I figured it was some kind of like an older, soulful yeah. voice. I'm like, that's Rihanna. Oh, I misjudged her. I just think of all the, <laughs> the you know, the, the pop shit. Yeah, like oh, that's awesome. Nah, that song right there. I love that song, man. That song when I first heard it, when I talk about goosebumps, it's like, oh my god, I love. To wrap it up, Celine Dion, my heart will go on. Lenny Williams, cause I love you. Wait, Whitney Houston, I will always love you. Casey and JoJo, all my life. And number one, Rihanna, love on the brain. And they all got love in there. Except for Celine Dion, my heart will go on. It's like the first four all sound like Valentine's Day songs. But then love on the brain. No, I guess love on the brain. Yeah, Yeah. that works. It's just just because I know some of the lyrics. It's a little more... A little harder, yeah. A little tough love. We're trying to get there at some point. What you want from me? That song does something. It makes my body move in ways don't move. We're gonna discuss Valentine's Day a little bit. Oh yeah. Now we got two two male perspectives here, so bear with us, ladies. I want to be totally positive to start off here. I asked Woso to come up with his ideas of the most romantic things that he's ever done and the most romantic things that ever happened to him. So we both had a brainstorm today. Curious what you came up with. What's the most romantic thing you've ever done? I can say one or two. Okay, okay I'll say Just one. one. No, no, Just one. Just one. Yeah. Probably for me, let me see. Cause it's funny, cause I was on house arrest and I was <laughs> I was at my <laughs> as all romantic stories. <laughs> I fucking hate you. It's just that um, I took my room and everything, and I put like flowers and 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 um decorated it with like roses and everything in there cards and all that shit and and um even had like a little table for dinner and shit all in there and everything and my little like a little jail cell (laughs) three hots in a cut oh other than that it's like was is what i proposed and that's it but i think that was right there was more more romantic because i didn't i couldn't leave the house bro did you do that on Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you you threw me off with the proposal. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was something I did romantic. But it wasn't Valentine's Day. So no. doesn't count. Oh, oh yeah. I, hey, I don't think you I – don't, I don't feel the romantic, romantic bone until February. <laughs> the minute football ends? <laughs> All right, so mine, we were seniors in college. And my girlfriend, who became my wife, she had her own apartment her mm. senior year, which was very nice. And I convinced her that, because I was filming Niagara Hockey at that time, so I convinced her that you know, there was a game that night and I had to stay. I was still going to come late, probably be home, or probably be over there around 9 o'clock. So I convinced her I wasn't going to be there till late. Try to damper the mood on it. Yeah. No game. I got there an hour before... She got home from school, and I took pedals and 
sprinkle them all out from the doorway all the way to the bedroom. And in between, I had these sweetheart, what are they? Like sweethearts, sweet uh, little hearts. Yes, we are. And yeah, on the way in, I shaped them out for a giant eye. And then halfway, it was a big heart. And then about a third of the way, it was Y-O-U. And it led into the bedroom where I had chocolate and flowers and nice big surprise. That was a win. That was a win. Oh, she was she was, she was surprised when you um she came in. Yeah, because I basically lied to her all week saying I'm. That you know, is funny as hell. Me. Yep. That's dope. That was a good one. Yeah. So what's what's something that you noticed to the you? most? The, the it's a uh, most. Both of those are two cheap things that we just that we, that we talked about. <laughs> Romantic well, don't got a price you. on it. That's a fact. Thought. It's not like I was holding a you know, you know diamond rings or anything. Right no, though. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Did you use real rose petals? I wanted to ask. Yeah, those are expensive. Oh, I man. always you bought real roses. Oh, uh-huh. you got me there. <laughs> I had those Dollar Tree ones that like fake and purple and pink. Because <laughs> I started picturing, man, it's a long way from the doorway to the to the bedroom. Yo, well, I'm talking about pro college kid. All right, so I'll talk about the most romantic romantic thing that my wife did for me. And yeah, we were married at the time, so kind of a funny microcosm because I was filming that night, <clears throat> back when it was the actual job, not an internship. So I really couldn't turn that down. And so I was filming. And I t- promised, you know, I felt bad, but I promised her, hey, this is before kids and everything. So come home, we'll go to a late dinner, you know, still do the romantic thing. And came home and there were no lights on. Open up the door. She had the fire going. And there was a spread of dinosaur barbecue, like like a picnic style on the floor. And she had some candles lit. She may have been wearing something very nice. <laughs> but it was just, it, it shocked me. It surprised yeah. me. And I'm like, oh, now I get it. I get it why women like surprises. Because I did not see that coming. You didn't see it coming. Was, yeah, man. <laughs> that was really cool. So, yeah, we eat dinner on the floor and, and just talked. We kept the TV off and just talked for an hour. That was really nice. She uh, she crushed it that, that, that year. That's kind of fire. I like that. <laughs> I think mine is on like in the same vein as that. It's like a surprise, and it's because um, you know, like um, it's like when the time went, like when I was leaving my old job and coming to this job, I had no money on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, like now it's like I'm like at, that's before I even got that job. So I'm like now I'm feeling like a fucking loser. Like I don't have a job. Like damn. And then, um, and that's what surprised me. And she, um, see, I got a, um, a hotel room, whatever. And then she had her, her liquor, and then, you know, lingerie. And then that's when I got when, one of our first, like, we went out to um, Show World. And then we got my first game. <laughs> Dominate. <laughs> that sounds familiar. That's for another episode. <laughs> But it was that was fun it was because like 
Because, like, I was feeling like shit because, like, I didn't have no money. And yeah. and that one, and you know, like, I think Valentine's Day is for girls. Like, girls want to get it, get something. And that one is, like, I wasn't able to give nothing. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's always tailored towards what's the guy going to get the girl? Yeah. How's he going to... How's he gonna woo her? Whether they're dating, married, anything. But no, if you if you find the right girl, they'll they'll do the same thing for you. Like they'll right. surprise you. They'll, just got to find the right one. Look at you and me. I don't know how we did it, but we did it. <laughs> so speaking of that, because we've been in our relationships a long time, I do think it's natural that the longer you're together the less important Valentine's Day starts to become over the years. Mm. Lisa, Lisa has been for us. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Um, at least in terms of like grand gestures, like those, like, you know, the, the special ones we talk about. Yeah. You can't do them. You don't do them every year. Right. No, it, it's not because I don't think it's because they're lazy. This is because they become less special and you know, you get older and it, what's the, the saying that some dumb people try to say? That well, I treat my wife like every day is Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. I hate that. I was shut the fuck shut up, up. You f- fucking douchebag. <laughs> that's a simp. Me. That's a simp ass fucking answer, bro. That's a simp ass answer, bro. <laughs> Let me go ask your girl what she says about that. You buy her fat ass some donuts. <laughs> Hey, they were heart shaped. No, but now I, it was starting a couple of years ago where we just kind of talked about it and admitted, like, hey, let you know, let's not buy gifts anymore. Like, it's it's not. We still love each other, but yeah. we don't need to buy yeah. gifts. Like, oh, you know what she loves? She loves a card. She wants a card with a thoughtful note in it. Mm. Like that makes her day. That's all she really wants. Because I, I remember one year I forgot, and she's like, "There's no card." I'm like, "Won't forget that again." <laughs> but it's just the little things now. Yeah, let me see. I, I, yeah, um, yeah. I'm like that with all holidays though, because they start becoming mean. All holidays to me is meaningless. To be real with you, like I this one I, wasn't made up. Yeah, it's a Hallmark. Yeah, it was I, made up. I feel. I think all of them are made up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in a way, in a way. And except, I just, New Year's. except New Year's. Except for New Year's. That's actually, it. We do actually go into a new year. Yeah, right? you can't make that. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is time really a thing? Thank I mean, you. Really, oh. it's man-made too. The time is man-made. <laughs> the clock. <laughs> I mean, do we really go around the sun once a year? Like, we're on a flat Earth. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but um, I really feel like most people do um with holidays is for the next person, not because they enjoy it. Some people enjoy yeah, giving it's... gifts, like you got those people, but some mm-hmm. people don't enjoy giving gifts, and they shouldn't be looked down upon because they're not into these fucking holidays. But I feel like if I surprised her with a really nice gift, that she would just be sad that she wouldn't be able to get me something. Like, 
Boom. And it would just be like, no, I just wanted to give you something. But it is natural to go, well, now I feel like if it was the other way around and she bought me some like $250 something, anything, uh, I would feel like, shit. oh, my God, that's awful. I would, but I would feel like shit. I'd be like, yep. I-, I want it. Like, and it's not just a money thing. It really is just the idea of like, oh, there's something you would really like. Mm-hmm. Like you went out and you, you, was thought, you, was, you thought of me. And like, like, mm-hmm. but I think like you got y'all got anniversary. Like, I think that's the only holiday that y'all really like have besides birthdays. Like, I think it's birthdays and anniversaries. That's it. All this other shit is just. And and to me, an anniversary is more special than my birthday. Like, yeah, anniversary yeah. should mean more than Valentine's yeah. Day. Now here's a controversial topic. Which one? Is sex expected? On Valentine's Day. Yes. Mm, if, if wrong you... answer. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you lose. Fuck it, you talking about nigga? You you bugger? You lying? Like you never like? Okay, now let's take out you that. You just take... talked about? Huh? No, 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 no. You just talked about how you don't go all out anymore. <laughs> And you still expect that? No, that no. That's, but see, that's two that different price. things, right there. That's two. Okay, you 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 just conflated two things, because you said on Valentine's Day. You okay? If it's just a regular day, okay. Hold on, let me get <laughs> 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 together. Because <laughs> the way you frame it is like if you buy, if you go out there and you do something, if you take a girl out to dinner, and you take a girl out to um, you buy a gift, whatever. Sex is should be expected. I don't care what no one says. What the fuck are you doing with me on Valentine's Day? Because it I, okay, this how this is me. This is the weird part of me, people. I believe fuck all these holidays. But let me jump on the other side of people that love holidays. <laughs> it gets me late, I'm in. If people that believe in Valentine's Day and in you know what you're doing on Valentine's Day. You getting these dates and you getting this junk. Why are you chilling with just a man or you chilling with just a woman by yourself if you don't plan on having sex? I think you shouldn't give a man hopes up if you're a woman and you oh Valentine's. Day. I'm not talking about people that's in relationships. I'm talking about the dates. You know what I'm saying? See, I, I kind of agree with you because I think when you're dating, like I said, the, all the gestures that we talked about and that I talked about, it was mm-hmm. when we were dating. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm, I've, I have not married her yet. Like, I felt still the pressure or felt the need and pressure to go all out on Valentine's Day. Hey, you know what? She's got friends who have boyfriends. I got to one-up them. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I had to, but I actually wanted to. I wanted to show and really express in what I thought at that moment I should do. So you go all out. Yeah, it's like, well, why wouldn't you have sex after that? It's still, you know, or call it making love, whatever. Like, it's still the one thing that call you do. Call it two... making love. Hey. Hey. I don't like comparing the, the like, like, because, uh, like, like the one up the, um, the friend or whatever. I don't give a fuck. What they call it? Jealous. Wait, 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 comparison is the thief of, um, what the, what the fuck is that? What's the saying? I hate comparing. It's the saying of, I want to beat that dude. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what that nigga did. Because if you want to compare what I did, if, if a girl ever compared what I did to what a dude did, it's like, okay, so I, compare, I can I compare you to her? 
Oh no, that that's fucked up. No, no, if she's <laughs> if she's doing the comparison. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Just, okay. just, no, just this, do it, your, your eagle, your little male this, eagle. <laughs> yeah, d dating times. Yeah, I mean, when you go out, it's like, it's it's not that it should be expected. It's just like, well, why wouldn't you want to, right? Like you're young, you're you're free, you got freedom, you got no responsibilities. Why wouldn't you have sex at the end of it? Because you're supposed to have sex until you're married. Oh. <laughs> and I'm the churchgoer. Nah, come on, man. <laughs> hey, women, don't taint your box on these Valentine's days. <laughs> Find the right man. <laughs> you just ruined a box of chocolate for me. <laughs> So I'm doing my top five romantic movies. And this is different from like rom-coms because I initially started writing those down. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because those are different. I think they're two different categories. Rom-com is, I got to laugh for it to be good. Romantics, it's just got to be a romantic movie. It's got to make me feel things. Make me feel some things. I feel I feel So let's start off with some OLIs. I got A Star's Born and say anything. I assume you've seen one of them. Stars Born. Yeah. Stars Born was, I thought, incredible for the first two-thirds of that movie. Just the way Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga met each other, the song, the singing, I mean, that, that one song they sing is incredible. That might end up being on my top five. But that third, that the last third, the last third was tough. It kind of fell apart for me. Yeah. And then, and then the ending is really tough. So outside looking in, still a very good movie. I'm, I'm be honest with you. I, I never seen the end. Like I fell asleep on that movie twice. Oh. Is it because of the last third or? Bro, I, I don't like singing movie. and then like I, it's, it is long. It's a long movie. Yeah, I, I think that needed to be cut down by like half an hour. But the ending is, it's tough. Tough ending. Okay. Uh, Say Anything, I think it was an early 90s movie with John Cusack. And you don't probably know anything about it other than the famous scene where he's holding the boombox over his head and In Your Eyes is playing by Peter Gabriel. I know if you've heard that song or just quick seen that scene, you'd be like, oh yeah, I've seen that before. It's Let's do number five, Silver Linings Playbook. Jennifer Lawrence's breakout role. Yes, I, I, and you know when I said I'd seen that earlier, I was like, I did when you just said, I was like, Jennifer Lawrence, right? And then, okay, okay, yeah, you just, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mixing I fuck up with all the white girls again. I fuck with her. No, mixing, <laughs> mixing up all the white girls. Yeah, this was really her first role post Hunger Games, and it's wild. We. We were watching a little bit of the Hunger Games over the weekend. I forget how young she was mm -hmm. in that movie. When you said so breakout like, role, I thought Hunger Games was a breakout role. Because after that, she just so, hit the floor running. Yes. I, I would say in terms of, okay, she can really act. Mm, I mean, Hunger mm. Games, yeah, definitely made her a star. But she won, an, she won a goddamn Oscar at like 24 for yeah. that. And it, 
and it was it came out of nowhere. It was a low budget movie, even though it had you know Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I was about to say my boy in there. <laughs> yeah, yep. I mean Robert De Niro's in it. It's a great movie. Um, and the fact that I have it in my top five when one of the central parts of the movie is the Eagles whooping on the Cowboys' mm-hmm. ass. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's a good movie. Oh yeah. my god, so realistic Philly shit. Yep. <laughs> realistic at that time we own their ass now but it's funny when we were in the theater and they they make that bet about bradley cooper and jennifer lawrence and they're doing their their dance will they finish with a certain score and cowboys versus eagles like that was kind of the the overall Uh bet and i'm going well i can tell you the ending of the movie if i figure out the year (laughs) because i know it's the end of the year and when they said the year i'm like I'm pretty sure the Eagles beat us 44 to 6. <laughs> Number four, The Notebook. <sighs> this one's tough. I love this movie. <laughs> I feel like I've grown on it. So, this was the second movie my wife ever made me watch with her. And she was very upset with me when I guessed the ending 20 minutes into it. <laughs> she was not happy she's like you just ruined the whole movie I'm like I'm so sorry and I, 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 it's one of those I would have been mad if she did the same thing and I like learned I'm like but it's easy to know what's gonna happen but <laughs> it, it like how did you know that I'm like bro they're just it's two old people talking and then they do flashbacks <laughs> right though but it's I realized watching it that it's not about the twist ending. Mm-mm. It really, it's just a, yeah, it's really about what happens, you know, back then. And can't deny the the chemistry between Ryan Gosling and your girl, Rachel McAdams. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, Ryan Gosling is my guy, too. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I fuck with both of them. <laughs> yeah, they just. <laughs> You could have paused two minutes ago. Uh the the rain scene, the kissing mm-hmm. scene, like that's that's what love and romantic movies are about. Like moments. Like most of these movies that I have, I really are just about moments. Like you gotta have the chemistry, they gotta be realistic, but you gotta have the moments and Okay, I'm glad you said that. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said realistic. Cause I <laughs> I was watching Ray J one wish video earlier and Bruh, dancing in the rain. Have you ever kissed a girl in the rain? I remember I purposely did it like the first summer I was dating my wife. Yeah. That's it? You just purposely did it just because you wanted to do it though. Like who kisses people in the rain? That's not realistic and it happens in movies too much. Nobody's running down on a chick to kiss her because he missed. Like nah, bruh. <laughs> no, like I did it because I saw it in the movies. Like yeah. it wasn't... It, it wasn't authentic. It wasn't like in the moment. It was just because, oh, I think she would actually enjoy this. And but in was, all the love cool. stories and all the love movies, you see, it's it's it, that's the scene kissing in the rain, and it'd be dope scenes. But and the Notebook, that scene, that kiss, man, that's hard to top. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it's, and it's pouring too. It's not rain. That shit is pouring. Mm-hmm. You got they're explaining that he wrote to her every day for three years and she never got him she's like why didn't you write like they are just spewing all this this 
anger at each other really over mm-hmm. the years because and then the kiss happens and listen that movie's PG-13 they really pushed the limit there <laughs> that is some passionate shit there's a lot of side boob yes sir <laughs> she's like oh, so that's what I've missed the last five years I'm like Whoa. <laughs> felt like he just got out the pen Number three, this is probably one you haven't seen, Atonement. So it's a story about a young couple during, right at the beginning of World War II, an English couple. And they're kind of secretly seeing each other. It's really, it's like a rich girl and a gardener, you know, kind of like rich, poor little story. But the way they, the way they film it and the way they wrote it is that the little sister gets jealous of it. Mm. of their love but you you see from each of their perspectives at the beginning of the movie like the first hour of the movie is seeing what happens from each of their perspectives like so, the sister or the the so couple you see, you see the girl perspective of how she wanted to get with him and then you see his perspective from everything and you see the little the sister's perspective and what she saw was him sexually assaulting her. Now, like I said, she's jealous. So she kind of seeing what she wants to see because she wanted to be with him. And she's like way younger. She's like, this isn't like, oh, he could leave her. Like, she's like six, seven years younger. You know, she's a, mm, she's a, a kid. year old. Yeah, she's a kid. So she goes to her parents saying that he raped her. He sexually assaulted her. And even though the girl's like, this never happened, this never happened. But, you know, back in the 40s, uh, accusation, that's all that really you needed. So they arrested the guy and they gave him a choice of whether to go to war or jail. So he goes to war. She leaves the family because she's so upset and jo- and enlists to, the, to be a nurse. Mm. And then the last hour of the movie is just their lives trying to get back to each other. With a heartbreaking ending, I can't spoil it. But the the name Atonement is just a perfect name. Your boy uh, James McAvoy. Do you know the name? Mm-hmm. Do you know the name? You do? Yeah. Professor X. Yeah. There you go. Yep. You talk about so the young the Professor X, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's the guy. Kira Knightley is the the girl. Just a. Very sad. I even made my wife watch that because I think she would be mad at me for making her watch it because the mm. ending is sad but <clears throat> romantic. Number two, and I know you haven't seen this one. This one pisses me off because I have tried for four years. I have no idea what it's going to take. Number two, Jerry Maguire. You know what? I've seen that Jerry Maguire shit. It's in one of them apps that we... It's either Stars or fucking Netflix. It's it's on somewhere. And I was going to click on it, and I was like, nah, I'm good. It's like you're just <laughs> doing it. Just, you know, I have to, you have to listen to it. What do I got to do? Bro, Jerry Maguire, it's literally a romantic movie centered around football and uh, sports agents. See, I it's, knew it was something it, like that. It's the perfect romantic movie for guys. Because you got Tom Cruise in his prime. He's never been better as an actor. 
and it's not an action movie, but he's never been better as an actor. You've got to give Jerry Maguire a chance, man. It's it, QB Gooden Jr. completely steals the movie, wins okay, an Oscar. Okay, he's in there. Okay, I yes. thought he was in Moneyball. He's in Jerry no, Maguire. Show me the money. Like that's Show me the money. From. I did hear that. Okay, okay. Maybe I do yeah, want that, to give it that, a shot. That's a phrase that just has transcended pop culture. Um, so we talk about <clears throat> chemistry. Now, Cruz, like I said, I think he's kind of a stiff pause, but him and Renee Zellweger, this is like her cutest time of her life. Like, I don't, I don't think she's very pretty. Like, as she get older, kind of like the Bridget Jones diary, Renee Zellweger, not for me. You, say, so, is, you say the wildest shit. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm being honest. She's cute and adorable in this. It, she's, she's really good. But I mean, the, the classic lines of you complete me. And you had me at hello. It's just all time lines. And you center around sports, you've got to give it a chance. I feel like all those lines was in songs well before that movie, but you can go ahead. Number that's one. number two? Over you got number notebook two. at four. Okay. Jerry Maguire I gotta check out now and I gotta hear what number one is. Number one shouldn't even be Oh. It gotta be Titanic. Question. It gotta be Titanic. Oh, I'm about to say, <laughs> but you ain't got to be Titanic. I was. <laughs> I mean, come on, might as well not. What do I, what what is there to say? What else is there to say? DiCaprio, Winslet, ill-fated lovers, the music, the atmosphere. Oh my God! Their first first time they see each other, he saves her, and then their first kiss at the at the bow, the drawing scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's when he should have known she was for the streets, but she was with her fiance. Yeah, there's a little cheating going on, but he, he was abusive. <laughs> he was abusive, so it's cool. He hit her. I've never seen that in that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I gotta go back and I gotta. Damn, I didn't see Titanic in a while. Titanic party. You're welcome. Come on, come on over. But yeah, her saying, wearing this. Talking about the uh, the diamond, mm-hmm. I want you to draw me wearing this, wearing only this. Ah, <laughs> uh, to be creep. seven years old again. To be seven years old again. <laughs> Yo, oh, uh, uh, hold on, we got moments. I mean, Titanic moments. Her jumping off the lifeboat to go back to him. You jump, I jump. Ah, uh, goosebumps. This is where we first met when they're at the back as as it's sinking. I'll never let go. Ugh. And then her getting to New York and the guy asking her, what's your name, love? Dawson. Rose Dawson. <laughs> it can't be beat. It can't be beat. James Cameron is a genius. He's like, I want to make a big, big movie about the Titanic sinking. I'm going to put a love story on it. I'm going to get Leonardo DiCaprio when he's young and about to be a star. So just to recap. JP's top five romantic movies of all time. Number five, Silver Linings Playbook. Number four, The Notebook. Number three, Atonement. Number two, Jerry Maguire, which you have to watch. I'm gonna check it out. You have to watch. You have to watch it by next year's Valentine's Day. Mm, that's, that's okay. Okay. All right. And number one, of course, Titanic. Say something bad about it. Say. No, I can't. <clears throat> I can't argue with um. Um, Titanic with you with um for number one, 
my argument's coming to with the um one, you don't got no black movies in there, so you must not see no black love stories. So your list is incomplete. Okay. So <laughs> hold on, the only the only one I saw when I was researching was Love and Basketball. Boom. That one I wrote down. I wrote down. But didn't quite make it. <laughs> I'm full of love and basketball ahead of some of these movies you got on here. But the movie that I'm mad that you forgot is not even a it's not even a black movie. A movie that made me cry. <laughs> when I was on a I was on a date with someone that I was <laughs> like a first date that I never after that day was never again. And I was sitting there crying in a movie next to this bitch that I don't even know how she looked now. <laughs> Alright. You can call her bitch because she left you. I'll give you that. She didn't leave me. It was just a date. But check this out. Uh-huh. You were crying. You gotta hold that in for at least six months, bro. Bro, the vow. Oh, I didn't see it. Uh, it's with your girl, Rachel McAdams. Oh, you! Oh my! And Channing Tatum. Oh uh, yeah, man. But when I was researching, it amazed me how many I haven't seen. Even like ones in the more recent, like the last 10, 15 years. There's a lot that I just didn't see. My girl wasn't interested in seeing them. It's strange. Like she didn't make me watch some of those as they came out. Bro, the vow. I'm telling you this right now. It's based on like a true story. Like, like you know they say that, but it's about a. The the girl like Rachel McBride, what is her name? Yeah, Rachel McAdams. Oh, <laughs> Rachel McAdams. She loses her memory, and they don't. She don't got married with with Channing Tatum and everything, and mm-hmm. she get act. She end up losing her memory. They get an accident. She loses her memory, and it's him trying to find his her trying to find her love with him because she just remembered her family that she left. And she never gets her memory back. But they end up falling in love again still at the end of the movie. But she never get her memory back. And that made me cry. Bro, he's sitting here going through everything like, yo, bro, I love you. And she just, like, I don't remember. Like, this is not, I don't love you back. Bro, I was in there like, nah. Where's the happy ending? Where's the happy ending? They get together (laughs) at the end. Okay, so you, okay, but she still never remembered the love from early, like like, oh my god, like and they were so in love, man. The vow. <laughs> you crying now? You crying now? I see it. The Titanic got two, man. Um, Celine made both lists. Celine made my list. Titanic made your list. That's why it's goaded. You got it. There's so, still people that haven't seen that. Believe it or not. Young people, right? Gen Z, you mean? No, like my brother-in-law has never seen it. That's weird. I think everyone that's like a certain age should have seen Titanic. But it's funny. I remember I was seven and trying to convince other boys to watch Titanic was like pulling teeth. Because you're seven, all you want to do is watch action movies and, and, and gross out comedies. See, white boys have a little bit more freedom than black boys. So we all seen that movie, like I, I, like, like, cause my mom put it on, like, it's a, it was double tape. That's when we had tapes, and it was double. <laughs> That's the first one that was double. <laughs> mm, there you go. <laughs> Still got it. 
That's the first no, time I've seen it, some shit like that. Because it was promoted as a love story, but I'm I'm trying to tell these guys, like, bro, a whole ship sinks. Like, it's, yeah, the first hour and a half is a love story, but, like, for whatever reason, it just attached to me. I'm like, I'm now I'm in love with them, and I care about them. And then you got this giant boat sinking and nudity. That's a fact. Like, like that's what made, like, it was like. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I'm, I'm seven years old. A PG-13 movie showing boobs? All right, let's clock out. Uh, it is Black History Month, so we are required to do one segment a week. <laughs> So the Super Bowl had America the Beautiful, and then in between, and then the national anthem. And in between that was a again, you had it muted. I wasn't paying attention, but there was another song. And I remember reading something about how they wanted a black voice and a black song. I don't know what it was. I don't know who it was. But since you didn't listen to it, my question is: If you had a choice for the black national anthem, what would it be? The national anthem. Black is America. I don't get what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I get it. Everyone want to be um separate in this um the land of the free, home of the brave, where the fuck it is. Um, black America, black Americans are black, man. We are American. We are American. Like I get black it. The, the, black. <laughs> I know what you're saying, bro. This is okay. Every immigrant that comes over that's that is black descent or from African descent comes to America and it's like we we all in this little we all one type shit. No, like like Jamaica is Jamaicans. Um, you got um Nigerians, like Liberians, or whatever. You got all the African countries. They got their own flags. Like, bro, America is America. We don't need no something different. We just need to. Everyone need to come together, which never going to happen. I get it of the history of America, but black is America. (laughs) Uh, Have you read or listened to the second verse on that national anthem? Yes. And I said, it's some racist shit. But that was the world back then. (laughs) You know what's crazy? And, okay, until Gen Z woke up or whatever the hell, like, until, um, I never knew it was a second verse. All growing up. Did you? Same. No. So until people want to be even more divisive, they they bring up the second verse. When they knew the second verse was, was hideous, so they didn't. They never sung it. You know what I'm saying? They got us to the first verse, and like, okay, they bring uh, it together. It, it also it doesn't slap. Like you just skip it. it. It's not very. It's not very good. It's not because it's it's like bad, like and racist. It's just it's just not good. <laughs> what the second verse or the first verse? The second verse. Oh, the second verse is trash. Yeah, that's why they don't sing it. Nah, fuck out of here. <laughs> I was saying, ain't no such thing as a black national anthem. The black national anthem is our national anthem. And then we got to live with it. I mean, but if there's going to be one, it's going to be a Millie, right? 